Good morning, everyone. So we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 9. Oh my goodness, hold on, I'm so sorry, I had it. Here we go. Verses 1, I'm reading from the New King James Version. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. Verses 2, and he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Verses 3, and he said unto them, take nothing for your journey, neither stage nor script, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece. Verses 4, and whosoever house ye enter into, there abide and bid the king depart. Verses 5, and whosoever will not receive you when ye go out of the city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. Verses 23, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Verses 24. For whosoever will save his life shall lose, shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Verses 25. For what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? Verses 26. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my word, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come into his own glory and in his Father's and in the holy angels. Verses 27. But I tell you of a truth. There be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the kingdom of God. Verses 28. And it came to pass about an eight day after it came to pass about an eight days after these things. He took Peter and John and James and went up into the mountain to pray. Verses 29. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his remnant was white and glistening. Verses 31. Who appeared in glory and sparkle of his deceased, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. My God. May God add a reading blessing to the reading of the word amen glory to god all this week we've been talking about how we are to live a life of christ and and that we need to deny ourselves. we first need to come to him all man has a choice to come Um, Jesus said to all of them, according to Luke chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said to all of them, um, if any man wants to come after me, he must deny himself and and take up his cross daily and follow after, after him. And this is a daily... It's a daily walk. It's a daily talk. Your, your, your talk will definitely affect your walk and that's why it's so important we understand who we are in Christ Jesus it's very important that we follow after him because when we follow after him we become more like him we have his characteristic and we can't do nothing without him 
We can't live, we can't breathe, we can't move without him. And it's very important that we understand that God has given us instruction in what to do. And it seems as though that we are in this dispensation of time where everything is is a loosey-goosey. No one has um, morals and, and integrity. And it's just like um, everything goes. And as believers, we are not to live a life of everything goes. We are to live a life of surrendering a life of servitude and suffering and trusting in the in the Lord meaning totally dependent on him and what I found interesting in reading the book of Luke chapter 9 that Jesus called 12 men he, he took 12 men from 12 different walks of life and and just said, come follow me. And they dropped everything. And, and some of those 12 disciples were businessmen and were family men. And for some reason, it was something about Jesus that they were willing to drop everything and live a life of Christ. And when Jesus called those 12 he gave them power and authority over demons and power to cure diseases. And I've been saying on the other day that the church will rise again. We've been seeing that there are so many voices in the earth today that um, everybody has a voice. And it seems as though that the church has gone silent. But God has a people who are called by his name that is team jesus all day every day 365 days a year that is praying and i thank god that we believe god praying devotional line is part of the number because we are woke we are aware of what's going on in the earth realm today and we are not being moved by what we see we realize that we are in the last days. And, and while we are in the last days, we are to totally depend on him. This morning, I want to talk about the, the sent ones. The sent ones, not the ones that went. Because when the ones who went, that means they go in their own power. They go in their own authority. And they go with the schemes and the ism and the schism. And they go in with the, the bewilderness and, and, and the form of witchcraft to show their power and their ability. This morning, I want to talk to the ones who were sent by God. Because when you are sent by God on this journey and all of us who are on this prayer and devotional line I decree and declare that you all are believers and and believers with authority and that you realize that you are on a journey uh, and this journey that you and I are on is a holy journey in spite of your mistakes in spite of your failures in spite of your mishaps and one of the things that the enemy likes to do while we're on this journey 
with Christ. He always wants to show face what we have done because, see, we know our own shortcomings and, and we know what we do in secrecy and in privacy. And, and what we do in secrecy and privacy sometimes hinders us because the enemy is forever in our ear. We have an enemy. John 10, 10 says the, that the enemy comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. He's always trying to remind you of what you've done. But I come to tell you that when you live a life that is total surrender to God. You are committed to his ways because you are the sent one and the sent one God gives instruction. That's why God wants you to be willing and obedient because that's the only way that you can get the end results that already belongs to you by walking in the woe. Mm, the woe, the woe. The willing and the obedient. And here Jesus in verse 1. Verse 1 of chapter 9 of Luke. He, he said he called 12. 12 represent the kingdom. Mm. The kingdom. And then he gave power and authority. He gave that to you and I. I said uh, we done read all what John and Paul and Matthew and Jesus and Luke done. It's time for you, the church, not the building, the four walls that we go into. It's time for you to rise and take the authority that Jesus gave us over all demons. You just heard Sister Taze with that powerful testimony that she prayed over her body. And we are in that dispensation of time that we need to know who we are and begin to walk in the power and the authority that God has given us. But then Jesus said he sent, he sent them out. See, this journey, this walk, it's not about you. It's about proclaiming the kingdom of God. It's about you delivering the message to those who are lost. And it's time for us to recognize who we are. We are the sent one. But the the one thing that really, really, really stood out to me, and I need you to highlight this particular passage, was in Luke chapter 9, verse 3. Jesus sent them out. Now, most of us, we know about planning and we know about vacation. We know that when we go on a vacation, it's like a mini journey and we prepare for the journey. We we make the reservation. Oh my God. We put the time and the money and the effort in. We put a budget together. And then as we plan for the journey, we know what we want to do. We take access clothing and and money to enjoy ourselves while we're on this trip or this journey or this mini vacation. But here I want to talk to you about the journey that you and I are on. And it's a holy journey that's going to require you, as we said in Luke 9, 23, that you got to come and you got to deny and you got to take up daily and continue to follow. So you can look like your father in the earth realm. 
But what's interesting is in verse 3 in chapter 9 of Luke when he said when Jesus sent them out. He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. But he gave them specific instruction. Mm. Specific instruction, instruction, instruction. Mm, instruction. He gave them direction. He gave them an order. He gave them detailed information telling them how they should do something in order to get the result. My God, y'all got to hear me from the Spirit of God this morning. He told them, hey, you're going to be sent out. And when I send you out to proclaim the kingdom of God, it's about God's kingdom. And to heal the sick. He said, take nothing, take nothing. Take nothing on this journey. Take nothing on this journey. I need y'all to hear me. Take nothing. Take nothing on this journey. Take no staff. Take no bag. Take no bread. Take no money. Take no second tonic. Don't, don't take no sage. Don't take nothing to make you have the glory and people have all eyes on you. Uh, I need you to, to step out in faith and walk this journey totally depending on me. I need you to be led. You know, I said on yesterday, in order to follow, you have to be, uh, in order to be led, you got to be following some something or someone. And since the Spirit of God is the Godhead on this side of heaven, we are to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And as we're following him on this journey, we are going to realize that we will have the power and authority to cast out demons and and pray and they should recover. I'm often reminded of the story when, when Peter and John was in the temple and they prayed. They pray. You go back and listen and read that in Acts chapter 3, verse 6 and 9, when there was, they were praying. And, and most times people don't realize, the believers don't realize that you first got to get in position. You got to get in position. You got to have a life of prayer. Your lifestyle should be a life of of praying where you get in position you get in the holies of holies and you trust God and and you realize that you can't do nothing without him and you need the instruction you need to get the insight you need to get the revelation of the information and how to operate each day and in this particular passage there was a man that was daily laid at the temple which is called beautiful and he was there daily Mm. he laid there daily because he couldn't move and throughout 
those years of him being there, no one had the power and the authority to heal him. This is why Jesus said that while you and I are on this journey, you are not to take anything because the eyes should not be on you. The glory doesn't belong to you. The glory belongs to the Lord. And in this time, we are to be in position where when we take up our cross and we die in daily to self, self-gratification, self-recognition, self-glorification, when we die to self and when we deny ourselves, we put on God's characteristics. So when people see, as, as Evangelist Smith said, that woman recognized there was something about her. She said, uh, 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 you a pastor. That There's something about God being on you that they will know that you belong to him. And we are in that time that while we walk on this journey, That you will know that it's not by your might. It's not by your power. But it's by the spirit of the living God. And here in Acts chapter 6 quickly. Peter and and John said to the man that was sitting at the, the, the temple called Beautiful. He said to them, said to him, he said, listen, silver and gold I have none but such I have meaning the power and the authority that that reside in me I give you in the name of Jesus get up and walk rise and walk we are in the dispensation of time that we are to continue to go and proclaim the kingdom of God the church will rise again Uh, And when we rise, we will rise with the power and the authority. We will walk in the countenance of the Father. But it's going to require you while you're on this journey. Some of you that's on this journey... You've been weighted down. W-E-I-G-H-T. You've been weighted down because you still got too much. You got too much. You carrying your children, your grandchildren. Where you are to pray and give it over to the Lord and leave it there. You got too much on this journey. You got too much baggage on this journey. Some of you are congregating up devices and, and trying to bring the attention on yourself. And Jesus is saying, listen, I need you to drop everything. You got too much on you on this journey. You got to let it go. You got to, you got to let everything that's taking your attention off of me go. Because I got to get you to a place. That place. That place is in me, deep in me. Deep call it upon deep. And I need you to go deeper in me because I have need of you. We have to follow the instruction and God give us instruction. And when we follow the instruction of God, we get the result. 
You can't take nothing on this journey. God wants you to total depend on him. Total rely on him. You got to trust the process. Some of you are up for promotion. Mm, My God. And remember, promotion comes from God. And while you're on this journey, you should just be praising and thanking God for what already belongs to you. It belongs to you. Your heavenly father. He said the earth is the Lord and they that dwell within it. So you belong to God. And we are to live a surrender life. Unto him. I'm going to move out of the way. And let Evangelist Smith. Bring it up. Evangelist Smith. Yes I'm here. Go right ahead. Well I I was just thinking. As you were. Reading. Today about. Nothing for the journey. Jesus gave them authority and the power to deal with every demon. This is what we got to do today. This is what we need to do. And to cure the diseases, he commanded them to preach the good news of the kingdom of God and heal the sick. He already told us what to do. He said, don't blow yourself up with equipment and all this thing, but keep your life simple. Simplicity of the gospel. This is thing I have through in my life of growing up. How you felt insignificant to God's kingdom because uh, you 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 didn't have a degree from a theological seminary, and you you didn't know Greek or Hebrew. It doesn't matter. You know the power of God's word is institutionalized for us to know Him. And he's telling us, he's equipping us his way. A lot of times when we don't do it the way God wants it to be done, we don't get the results that God wants to give us, that people will know that it's simple in trusting God and simple in doing the will of God. We don't have to have all these degrees. I was sharing with my daughter how that when I was coming up, and I know over the years things changed. I remember how on the nights of service, we were given a chance and we say, well, Sister Smith, you're going to bring the word uh, next Wednesday when we have. You know, because you're home, in your home church. And all those things that you were not uh, in order were critiqued by the pastor. But it was in that you were been instilled confidence to know that you're going to grow in this thing the more you go in this way of the Lord. So he wanted us to keep it simple. His commission of going into all the world and preach the gospel. We preach the gospel with our lives. We preach the gospel if we don't open our mouths. Oh, my God. The eyes of the Lord is in every place. And he is showing us how to bring about his goodness and bring about the kingdom of God. It's not meat or drink, but peace and righteousness and joy in the Holy Ghost. So God is saying, listen, when you get ready to do what I tell you, that's why we have to be led. It's the simplicity of the gospel. 
and I'm sharing this with myself as a believer coming from a Baptist background. My grandfather would have uh, preachers in our families and medical people in the family. But I always was confused. Well, why is it that the Bible say one thing and you see something else displayed? And I said, God, this is it. Our traveling being led by God is simple. Go and let God tell you what to do and how to do it. The Spirit of God, that's why he said you must be born again. We got to be born again. And people today need the simplicity of the gospel. They need to know that God is all in all in everything they do. That they could go to him with whatever might seem foolish to them, but he has the answer. Like the song says, Jesus is the answer for this world today. So I tell you, only thing we could get involved and soak in the presence of the Lord. And he will show us silver and gold, we don't have any. But such as we have, we give it unto you that you may grow thereby. God knows how to give us just what we need. I often think about all this world system. Think, start studying on the world system. How the world system do you? They lie to you. They, they cheat you. They say one thing and do another. But God gave his son to teach us to know the truth. And the truth that we know will set us free. And we thank God. That's why the enemy wants to keep us from the simplicity of the gospel. I don't have to know Greek and Hebrew. I don't know, have to know how this word means that. Uh, but when you open your mouth for the spirit of God, he will let you know. I remember coming up how the old time preachers, they, let me tell you. And I'm not against, I'm not saying anything against, we, we need to represent God wherever we go. But those men, at the time that when I was coming up and I was under God was teaching me, they kept fasting, they kept the church fasting. We had to fast, we had to pray. And let me tell you, we had the mothers in that church, honey. You couldn't come up in that switch in any kind of way and think they didn't know, honey. God would turn that discernment on it and they wouldn't also bring it out to make you feel bad, but they'd come and grab your hand. And you knew, because of the setup, you knew that they was on target. And they would bring you to that altar and you would call on the name of the Lord. And I'm telling you, your life will be changed. You will have to get it right or you will get left. You will come out of the presence of God because the presence of God will be so thick in that place. So it's good to be led by God. And he give us the power and he give us the authority over demons. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. This is what we have to keep in our mindset. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood but spiritual wickedness in high places. And today, religion ain't gonna get it. Religion is not gonna get it because we need the righteousness of God. And when you start turning to the things of God, those that used to hang on, which you want to be around you, if they're not right and seeking the greater good for God, guess what? You got to worry about leaving them alone. They'll leave you alone. We have to drop off the things that's not going to be able to be accountable in that day. 
silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give it unto you. Take up your bed and walk. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. God is still looking for the greater goods in his people's lives today. We need it. I need it. We need to encourage one another. There are greater things that God has for us. We're not less important to God. We are his children. He's a father. I told my daughter one time, I said, you know what? If I had the finance, I put billboards all over the world. God is not on child support because he takes care of his children. He takes care of us and whatever we need, he has already provided. And we just thank God for the believe God, we believe God, prayer and devotion alive because we've been taught things to know better and not just be church goers, but become the church. And I tell you, God is good to us. I thank God for my daughters and teaching my children. And God did it. Being a single parent was it easy. I could tell you some stories, but you know that we grow in grace and the knowledge of the Lord. We just keep it simple. Keep it sim- simple, saints. Just, just we could just say, kiss the devil off and keep going on with the Lord because we want it simplified. We want it to be where we can be all that God wants us to be in the mighty name of Jesus. We're growing, we're growing. There are growing pains. Sometimes you wonder why certain people teach you the way you do. Okay, that's all right. What did they Jesus us? He was the son of God. Some say he wasn't. But at the end, surely, he is the son of God. So we today are so blessed to be in a place where we could be taught the word and encouraged in the things of God. I thank God for Latasha, my daughter, and I thank God for my children because they were taught of the Lord, and God has let me see the fruit of my labor. We just turn it over to God with our family. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And someone prayed for me. Oh, I'm telling you, being a single parent wasn't easy, but I held on to God. I had the encouragement of the mothers, and I had the encouragement of those who saw beyond what they saw on the outside. And I just thank God that discernment is so important. The Word of God will give you discernment to know what's going on. You might not know in detail, but He will give it, and sometimes He will go right into it. The knowledge to tell you exactly how to come out of the, uh, the things that you're in and how to grow thereby. Be encouraged today. Just pray for one another. Encourage one another. And let me tell you, we in the time. Don't be surprised. There's no surprises, honey. When I hear things that it doesn't line up with the word of God, guess what? Huh. We know that God is preparing him a place because, you know, the kingdom of God is for prepared people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.